Equity is our labor of love. From humble beginnings in the back corner of our old office at 410 Townsend to the remote work world of today, for the past four years, Equity has been TechCrunch's flagship podcast for news on early stage rounds, seed stage startups, what's up with the biggest unicorns, and of course, the hottest IPOs. We've talked to dozens of VCs, recorded hundreds of episodes, and covered the biggest stories in the world of startups and venture capital, all so that you can stay informed. Now, we get asked all the time, how can people support the show? Well, the best thing you can do is to subscribe to Extra Crunch. If you do, you'll support Equity and you'll get access to things like our best reporting, the Extra Crunch live series, deep dives into sectors, investor surveys, and of course, my daily column, The Exchange. You can sign up at techcrunch.com slash subscribe and use the discount code equity. We appreciate you and your support of the show all these years. Hey everyone, this is Alex and you are listening to Equity Monday, our weekly kickoff. Today is July 20th, 2020, and here's what I am seeing this morning. Chinese stocks rose Monday, with the Shanghai Composite picking up about 3%. U.S. stocks are set to open flat as of 8 a.m. Eastern this morning. Chinese fintech giant Ant has announced that it will debut on the Hong Kong and Shanghai Star Exchanges, news that comes on the heels of news that the Star Exchange is now the second most popular IPO venue in the world after the Nasdaq. Cryptos are doing absolutely diddly this morning. eBay may sell its classified ads unit for around $8 billion, and Chinese EV startup Xpeng has raised $500 million more in what is being called a Series C plus round. Those are the headlines. Before we get deeper into the private markets, do not forget that Equity is now on Twitter. You can follow the show at EquityPod, and of course, check out Friday's app if you haven't yet had the chance. And with that, let's get into the weekend. Looking at the last couple of days, ByteDance's efforts to make TikTok appear free from influence of the Chinese government took a blow when it called off a London HQ over what The Guardian called, quote, UK-China tensions. The tensions arose from Huawei, a different company, being blocked from helping build out the UK's 5G mobile network. The Guardian reports that, quote, talks were suspended after ByteDance executives cited the, quote, wider geopolitical context. It's a bad look for TikTok, which wants to appear politically neutral so that the U.S. doesn't follow India's example and ban it. Other political leaders in the U.S. want to kneecap the company, forcing it to unwind the acquisition of a domestic firm. Either activity would harm TikTok's ability, and therefore its parent company ByteDance's ability, to generate revenue. ByteDance is, of course, one of the world's most valuable companies. And it's private which is fun. Next, Xpeng. By now, you are tired of hearing about Tesla, which is public, and you are tired of hearing about Nikola, which is public, and you are tired of hearing about Neo, which is public. Xpeng, in contrast, is not. That makes its new $500 million infusion, an add-on to its Series C round from 2019 that was worth $400 million, more of our jam. According to TechCrunch, Xpeng, quote, develops models tailored to China's tech-savvy middle-class consumers, so I think about it kind of like a Tesla light. Now, with $500 million more, the company is riding what has been a wave of enthusiasm for electric car company shares on both the private and public markets, led at least in part by Tesla's rapid public ascent. And if you don't know what I'm talking about there, just go find a Tesla share price chart for the last 12, 18 months and you'll see. We often talk on TechCrunch about how public market activity can influence the private markets that we care so much about. Well, here's an example. A good question, however, is how much more money really is flowing into the EV company world in 2020 than before? I will run the numbers later today and post it up. Looking to the week ahead will be brief. Here is what we have our eyes on. Number one, 
TechCrunch early stage kicks off on Tuesday and goes through Wednesday. Reid Hoffman from Greylock, Mariam Nafisi, the CEO of Minted, and Low Tony, the founding managing partner of Plexo Capital, will be there among others. I am hype about it. And of course, then there's earnings. This is a big week, everybody. We should see IBM, Snap, Microsoft, Tesla, Intel, Twitter. We will get a much better look at Q2 performance and Q3 expectations this week. For that reason alone, it's going to be very, very busy. Looking around the internet, there were four early stage rounds that I can find that were announced in the last couple of days, and we'll go through each of them just because we can. Vester, a Swiss fintech company, according to IBS Intelligence, raised a Series A. No one seems to know how large of a deal the A actually was, but IBS Intelligence wrote that the fintech infra company's round was, quote, oversubscribed and led by Six Group. Cambridge Crops has rebranded as Mori and raised $12 million, according to Crunchbase News. Mori intends to use the capital to, quote, scale production of its protective silk coating product designed to reduce waste and create a more sustainable supply chain. Notably, Mori, now not Cambridge Crops, is based around Boston and Acre Venture Partners led its A. Over in China, safe driving tech company, going to guess here, Soteria. Put together a round that was led by SK China, a couple million into its Series A round. Details are pretty scarce, but keep in mind that SK, of course, is a South Korean conglomerate. And finally, Crunchbase has an entry for, quote, Burn to Give, a Santiago Chile-based startup that raised $8.5 million. Burn to Give appears to provide wellness benefits to other companies, but again, past that, details are pretty thin. Wrapping with our usual thought bubble, I've been thinking about manias lately, manias and bubbles, mostly as they relate to electric car companies. What we're seeing today in the shares of Neo and Tesla and Nikola really isn't new. China went through an electric car boom, bubble if you will, and something of a crash last year. For a little bit of quick history, I pulled some headlines uh, from 2019 that I think will illustrate what I'm trying to say. So we'll start with this one, quote, the $18 billion electric car bubble at risk of bursting in China. That was Bloomberg in April 14th, 2019. China's electric car mania draws parallels to the dot-com bubble. That was Bloomberg on May 9th, 2019. And then China's EV makers plunge on fears that a government-backed bubble is bursting. That was Bloomberg via the LA Times, September 25th, 2019. Anyways, electric cars are the future of transport. Gas power will fade slowly over time. But what's fascinating today is how optimistic some folks are that the changeover period will be both rapid and led by new companies to which we can say, you know, perhaps. But what we're seeing in the values of some of these companies in the space feels much more like a mania than a reasonable belief in their ability to generate long-term cash flows. Optimists will say that many have always been too bearish on the space. Well, bears would say that profits in the industry are scarce and the major players are gearing up to make their own run at owning the EV market. No matter what you think, however, it's clear that there is more than enough optimism and FOMO to pump lots of cash into EV companies of all stripes. How many will wind up being winners is up to the market, but it certainly can't be all of them, right? Could it be half? Is it a third? Is it a quarter? I don't know. But seeing X-Banks around this morning really got my wheels spinning. Who's going to win? And when? And that is Equity Monday for July 20th, 2020. Follow the show on Twitter at EquityPod or myself on Twitter at Alex. We are back Friday morning. Chat soon. <laughs> 